a parent or coach, do you know who or what is in place to keep your kids safe? Today, we'll summarize a recent discussion with one of our physicians and our supervisor of athletic training for the Duval County Public Schools to help explain the process before the flashing lights appear at your sports venue. Hello and welcome to the Youth Sports Safety Update produced by the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program or JSMP in Jacksonville, Florida. We're a nonprofit sports safety advocacy and prevention program partnered with local schools and sports programs to provide best practices for safety in sports. We are dedicated to youth sports safety through awareness, advocacy, and prevention. Your host today is Jim Mackey, program coordinator for the JSMP and a certified athletic trainer with over 47 years of experience. Please subscribe to our podcast and check out our website at jaxsmp.com for more information about youth sports safety. Recently, I was able to speak with uh, Dr. Bradley Elias, the medical director of the Jacksonville Fire and Rescue Department, and Jerry Stevens, who is the supervisor of athletic training for our 17 uh, public schools here in Duval County in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, We wanted to talk a little bit about uh, what JFRD and the Duval County Public Schools, how they work together to provide emergency services for not only our athletic contests, but... um, practices, games, other uh, sports events around our county. Uh, When we discuss this with Dr. Elias, uh, they make numerous calls all over the city every day and uh, have worked uh, long and hard to develop this relationship between the certified athletic trainers, team physicians, and emergency medical services. Uh, It's been helped by annual training, uh, which another uh, program we'll be having in Uh, July to rehearse and practice many of the skills and techniques that are involved in um, preparing for emergencies in that, such as spine boarding, responding to uh, for cervical spine injuries, responding to cardiac arrest, and being prepared for any emergency that may occur. Jerry has done a great work in uh, developing the athletic training program in these high schools uh, where they are uh, practicing very similar protocols Uh, for responding to emergencies. Uh, They have AEDs uh, on site with them at all times. They are prepared uh, when appropriate for cold water immersion, for heat illness and heat uh, stroke. Uh, They are uh, trained constantly in uh, refining their techniques and and skills uh, to respond to emergencies and to get to know their athletes so they are prepared in advance for whatever may happen. We've seen this relationship work together over the last 15 plus years, um, and we think it's kind of unique to our area uh, because sometimes uh, different counties have different protocols, but JFRD has been very responsive in uh, refining uh, and and helping the athletic trainer with their uh, sports uh, medicine response. to athletic injuries. They see automobile accidents, other spinal injuries throughout the week, uh, but with unique uh, football, lacrosse, other protective equipment, they've been very responsive to learning new techniques and really working uh, in an interdisciplinary approach, providing the best care for any injured athlete. And they have also uh, refined their protocols. Uh, Recently, in the last couple of years, they changed their a cold water immersion response uh, where a lot of times EMS is a load and go type situation to get them to the hospital, but uh, they have learned and worked and cooperated with those here to uh, cool first and transport second. 
uh, which is a very beneficial practice to get one's core temperature uh, down by using the cold water immersion tub, which is not available, obviously, in the ambulance or in the hospitals uh, where their cooling techniques are, are somewhat limited. So this has been a very good partnership to uh, discuss, refine, review uh, the best practices and protocols that are there. Uh, recently, the uh, Zach Martin Act was implemented last year. Uh, CPR training for uh, all coaches, um, ac early access to an AED, uh, having cold water immersion, wet bulb globe temperatures in place so that uh, proper preparations and responses can be done. So we'll put the uh, several examples of an emergency action plan, which simply defined is just a plan of action for when something happens, who's going to be responsible, where the equipment's located. Uh, usually this is good if it's placed by an AED uh, at your sports facility or at your school. It's very accessible. Uh, it's something that is reviewed and practiced uh, minimally on an annual basis, valuable tool. We'll also provide some of the position statements by the National Athletic Trainers Association regarding emergency planning and athletics, and we hope this will be very beneficial. So this is just a brief uh, podcast today, but just some reminders to be prepared throughout the year. Uh, our summertime is a very dangerous uh, time for athletes with the heat, especially here in Florida. And uh, we want you to be prepared and as you go into this new season to make sure all the emergency action plans are in place, up to date, reviewed and practiced. So thank you again uh, for joining us here on this Youth Sports Safety Update produced by the Jacksonville Sports Medicine Program. Your host today is Jim Mackey, and we look forward to uh, future events uh, to discuss things that are beneficial to keeping our athletes safe and in a great protected environment. Thank you very much. Have a great and safe summer.